you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. It is gumbo time, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, welcome to the only show in all of cyberspace that is devoted to the greatest food that God ever saw fit to give to humanity. I'm talking, of course, about a delicious bowl of gumbo. Tonight, I don't even know if I'm humming that right, but ladies and gentlemen, in an Olympic theme, you're joined by the Mark Spitz and Michael Phelps of Gumbo Talk. I am the Mark Spitz one because I'm much older. Bayman Roberts in Southeast Louisiana, joined by David Huguenot from Northern Virginia. Dave, you're going to have to be Michael Phelps. I'm sorry to curse you with that greatness. I mean, I think I can handle it. As far as I can tell, like I've got the record on the show for most bowls of gumbo consumed and in a confined amount of time. Um, no I think one's, you no might one's actually have the current record. So, so, so yeah, I think the Michael Phelps uh, moniker fits well tonight. Well, we also have to decide. We are, of course, missing the godfather of this podcast, Brent Barksdale, couldn't be with us tonight. Who, what swimmer are we going to make Brent? I don't know, kid, uh, I just don't know my Olympics that well. I mean, we could we could go with uh, with a swimmer. What, what are the people that do like the bet? Like they they like they fly around with the ribbons, you know, like Will Ferrell and the rhythmic school. gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoever whoever like runs around with the ribbons on the mat, that whoever won that, that's Brent. The uh, the the mental image of Brent sort of tossing a ball in the air and doing a couple of pirouettes before the ball lands softly on the back of his neck is uh, is an image I will never erase from my mind. If we wanted to make him a swimmer, maybe we could make him uh, Ryan Lochte. You know, I think that's fair. I mean, obviously, you know, you know, Brent Brent would, to be clear, would make an excellent swimmer because he doesn't actually need like the swim hat, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, he's already his body is very aerodynamic. He's he's already very as aerodynamic as a human can get, or hydrodynamic, um, I guess. Yeah, yeah. For 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 folks that that don't know, uh, Brent is very 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 bald. Well, for folks that don't know, Dave with his quarter inch haircut has, by a factor of maybe twenty or thirty, the longest hair on this show. Yeah, you know, look, I'm 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 a regular Fabio over here. What can I say? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we made you the Michael Phelps of the show. Well, let's turn to what we're going to talk about tonight. What's going on, Dave? Not a whole lot. You know, I, uh, as, as, as we uh, talked about last episode, I had my fill of gumbo uh, recently mm. and, you know, what, five bowls in 48 hours or less mm. than that. Uh, but, you know, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. It sounds like you had a pretty good gumbo adventure journey, uh, you know, spiritual quest. I don't know what we want to call this one. I think we've, got- we've used the term odyssey before. I don't, I don't feel like this was a proper odyssey. I think perhaps this was um, like a, a gumbo, gumbo stroll, a stroll. I was going to say a jaunt. It might've been a jaunt. A jaunt. Okay. Yeah. See a jaunt, a jaunt feels like it's like exhausting. I mean, were you exhausted or was this more of like a leisurely, like, ru- like you're like running through like a pasture of gumbo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is a scene from Heidi, for what it's worth, or the sound of music. 
But I, I will tell you that after both of my stops on my gumbo jaunt or my gumbo, um, I don't know what else we're gonna call it, my gumbo stroll, I did get into the car and reach down and pull the lever so that I could lean the seat a little further back because uh, I wanted to be as prone as possible after pouring a lot of gumbo down my gullet. So yes, and obviously if you guys haven't listened to last week's episode, I highly urge you to go listen to it as Dave attempted to set a record for gumbo bowls among members of the gumbo show anyway, consumed in 36 hours even ordering a bowl of gumbo from a rando place on Uber Eats to be sent to him at a hotel in Austin, Texas. Uh, Dave inspired me. Dave, you inspired me. Does it does it make you proud to know that you're an I don't, inspiration? I, I don't hear people tell me that that often. I wonder um, why. Let, let me be the one to say, Dave, you inspired me. We've had many chats on this show about gumbo season and how it is definitely not gumbo season in here in South Louisiana where it is a million degrees every day. Um, but listening to you talk about eating gumbo in Austin, Texas in that far-flung territory where the gumbo is only, well, it's, it's difficult to trust gumbo that far away from Louisiana. It did inspire me. And so last week I found myself in two iconic Louisiana restaurants. And knowing that both the restaurants and my car and my house have very effective air conditioning systems. I decided to put my qualms about gumbo season away and I ordered the gumbo. So the first restaurant is in Southern Tangebo Parish. It's pretty famous for its thin fried catfish. Uh, as an aside, but this is a different podcast. I'm not a huge fan of thin fried catfish. I prefer just regular thick fried. And there I had at Middendorf's, this is Middendorf's restaurant in Manchac, Louisiana. Dave, I imagine you've been to Middendorf's a few times. I've actually never been. I know of it. What? I've heard of it. I know. I know. Um, my, I feel like my, my Cajun credibility just probably got knocked down a peg, but I've never been there. Um, but I know it's good. I've heard great things. Uh, and I am I am ready to live vicariously or eat vicariously as I should say day uh through your experience wow dave i thought like going to middendorf's was like the equivalent of you know i mean every metric kid has to go to middendorf's like on the reg it's so close i mean it's like 35 minutes away or something but i no. can't believe i mean it. look maybe maybe there's a possibility i went there when i was really young um <laughs> and I, I mean it's 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 possible maybe my family well went. And took me there but i just don't remember i cannot i cannot confirm nor deny that i, I was there i was there prior to like 1995 <laughs> well i wasn't there prior, i've never been there prior to 1995 either but i can tell you middendorf's famous it's right there uh on past manchac looking out you can basically see both lakes pontchartrain and maripaw from uh from middendorf's and they do do a delicious catfish there um, and all sorts of seafood. And I did enjoy some of the seafood as well, but they have three gumbos on the menu. A shrimp gumbo, a crab gumbo, and a shrimp and crab gumbo. Interesting. So, yes. Okay. And, and so I was not paying for this lunch. Somebody else was. And so 
I didn't actually order the gumbo for my meal. I waited until we were about done and I called the waitress over and I ordered a cup of the shrimp and a cup of the crab and shrimp because I wanted to try all three meats, but um, I didn't want to order three cups of gumbo. Uh, and so I ordered those gumbos and I took them home. And even though I was full, I opened the shrimp gumbo up right up and, and tried it. Now, a couple of, I'll give you a couple of observations. Do you like my observations? I, I do. I do have one question though. Sure. So there's, there's shrimp gumbo, crab mm -hmm. gumbo, mm -hmm. shrimp and crab gumbo. Mm -hmm. Can you, if you get a cup of the shrimp and a cup of the crab and combine them, do you now officially have the shrimp and crab gumbo? Is that it's? So based on my experience, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Because the two gumbos that I got differed really only in the meats. Okay. One had shrimp and one had shrimp and crab. And it had both uh, like a gumbo crab, you know, the, I don't know what you call that, thorax or the torso or whatever of a gumbo crab, but it also had a big crab leg and crab claw in there too. So you did get some good, good crab meat. Uh, both gumbos I thought were pretty good. Not the best I've ever had. They were both okra, both had okra. I mean, they were the same gumbo with just different meats. You had okra and a little bit of tomato. Um, and a you could really taste the the okra. Uh, it was coming through nice and strong, but but a very solid gumbo. But it, for your first if your first trip there, I would just tell you to get a cup of the shrimp and you'll be fine. That would so so if you're going back and you're getting gumbo you wouldn't go for the just crab or the shrimp and crab you would go just for the shrimp yeah just the shrimp i thought the shrimp was was pretty dead gum good and, and honestly it, i don't know if i've ever had a gumbo a seafood gumbo that only had one particular seafood in it that might be yeah. the first that was i that was uh the first i'd ever seen that and it was i thought it was pretty pretty interesting but it was it was pretty tasty it had a particular type of flavor and i not being a professional chef, I couldn't actually identify what the ingredient was, but it was very noticeable when I tried it. And I was, I had some reservations, but by the fourth or fifth spoonful, I was like, no, this is actually pretty dead gum good. And then I, I had some of the second and my younger son, Aaron, also had some of the shrimp and crab and he pronounced it delicious. And if actually, if he was here tonight, which he's not sadly, uh, I was going to get him to come on the show and give his impressions. But uh, so- wow. Very solid gumbos. All right. And here's another question. And this is this is important because we all know you're you are a meat guy. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get between fame and his meat. No. So, so here's here's the question. You know, did, did it like the shrimp gumbo, did it have enough shrimp to satisfy that meat craving that you had? I was pleased with the number of shrimp, the amount of shrimp in the gumbo. I thought it, they weren't big shrimp. But there were they were plentiful, and I had I got a shrimp in uh, most of my bites, so that's okay. that's good. Okay. So, yeah, I I was pretty uh, pretty pleased with that. To be honest, it was a it was a pretty good gumbo. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I I'm not really a grater, you know, but it was it was certainly uh, it was certainly pretty tasty. So yeah, okay. I'd say the Mid okay. Midnorth Gumbo. Listen, if you're going to go there, try the thin fried catfish because, by God, they've got signs like up in Memphis 
advertising their thin fried catfish. So get that, but listen, go for a cup of the gumbo too. It's it's very, it's a very solid, you won't be sorry, even though it does have tomato in it. So. All right, all right. Well, which is excusable for seafood gumbo. Like yeah. that's yeah. like that, that that's okay. I and mean, if it was chicken and sausage and had tomato, we'd be, you know, singing a different tune here. But right, I think, um, yeah. All right, so this was the first of yes. Your, so to tell, tell us about uh, about spot number two. All right. So spot number two, and this is a callback to previous Gumbo Show episodes. I found myself traveling to the city of Lafayette. Uh-oh. And if you go to Lafayette, yeah, take the recommendation, recommendation of Jonathan Perry, friend of the show, and Brent Barksdale, uh, the Frank Beard of the show, and go to Prejean's restaurant. I've never been to Prejean's, just north of the city of Lafayette, right off uh, I-49. I had never been there before. And so I wanted to uh, to give it a shot. And I was meeting my in-laws there. And so we had uh, a big table there. And so everyone basically ordered fried seafood and then the waiter came to me. And I ordered, there they have they have, and I'm actually trying to look it up to make sure I, uh, I have it all right. They have a seafood gumbo. They have, um, that's right, seafood gumbo, a chicken and andouille gumbo, smoked chicken and andouille, and smoked duck and tasso gumbo. And so I explained to the waiter, I said, listen, you got to bring me a cup of all three gumbos. And so the, wait, the waiter said, all right, that's all you want. It's a cup of all three. And I said, yes. So that was my order. You look like you had a question. Did you have a question? Well, I was going to care. I was, I was curious when you ordered all three uh, cups at once, did he ask you if you knew Brent? He did not. <laughs> he did not. I, it's, I gotta be honest. I was surprised the place is huge. So I guess they have a lot of waiters and I didn't drop the, uh, the gumbo show, you know, like the business card or anything like that. I was kind of doing the incognito thing. Now, and, and then second question before we get into the actual gumbos. So you said you met you met your in-laws there. Now, was this was this like a family gathering where you got to pick the location? So you figured you're going to kill two birds with one stone, check off a box for the gumbo show and meet the family? Or did it just so happen that you met at this restaurant like, and somebody else decided that you went there? This is an excellent question. So uh, we normally meet at another Lafayette restaurant, one where I have had the gumbo before and have been sort of met. So I'm not going to name it. Um, and so I said, my wife said, we're going to meet him in Lafayette at, at this other restaurant. And I said, why don't we go to Prejean's instead? Okay. She said, oh, great. I'll tell him. And so we uh, we arranged to meet at Prejean's and it worked out great. And I will say my in-laws, God bless them. God love them. They are uh, they have listened to at least some of the episodes of this show. So if they're listening to this one, hi, in-laws. <laughs> and thanks well, for lunch, by the way. It was well, delicious. Well, well, kudos to, to you for for rearranging your family schedule for the for this podcast yeah. like that that's 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 what that question was getting to um because i feel like at this point all three of us have done that where our family has now gotten <laughs> sucked into our gumbo show lifestyle uh and they're uh they're they're literally feeding our habit at this point yeah so, literally, um, literally 
Yes, uh, they are. They are all sucked into the gumbo show life. That gumbo life. Hashtag gumbo life. So I want to talk about these gumbos because um, we've talked a lot offline also about the gumbos from Prejans, and Jonathan Perry has talked about the gumbos from Prejans, and Brett Barksdale has had the gumbos from Prejans a number of times. And so I got my three bowls of gumbo, and the first one I tried was the seafood gumbo which comes with shrimp, crab, and crawfish in it. Uh, you can, for an upcharge, which $3.59, all right, so the, the cup is already $9.99, but for another $3.59, you can get oysters in there. I opted not for the oysters. Just give me what you got in the pot. And so I, I attacked the seafood gumbo, and as we've talked about a number of times, Seafood is not my favorite gumbo. I'm very much a chicken and sausage gumbo guy. I think you are too. Yep. Right. That seafood gumbo was delicious. And I plowed through, I don't know if plowed through is that correct, correct analogy there, but I had slurped down about three quarters of the bowl before I really even looked up. Um, it was a lighter roux. It was... Um, it had good consistency. Now I'll say all three gumbos from there had a slight uh, oily sheen on the top, which sometimes gives me a little bit of a pause, but I didn't notice it. It didn't impact the consistency at all. It didn't appear to impact the taste either. The seafood gumbo was delicious. And I looked up, I realized, you know, I'm like half full and I'm three quarters of the way through this cup and I have two more cups. So I moved on quickly to the chicken on Dewey which was fantastic and dark, dark, very, very dark. Uh, it's smoked chicken and andouille, so I'm sure a lot of the darkness comes from the smokiness. And that was fantastic. Uh, uh, the andouille was pretty good. Um, not, I, I'm a big fan of that Laplace style andouille, which is a lot bigger and incredibly smoky. This was a smaller andouille, but it was very good. The gumbo was, it was phenomenal. And then the the smoked duck and tasso was even darker and uh, and also just tremendous. So that's, you know, the, the Prejean's gumbos, I see why Brent named them as one of his favorites. They're, they're absolutely outstanding and well worth a, a side trip if you're going to make a side trip for gumbo. Got it. Got it. And so, 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 so go ahead. Well, I was going to say, then I waddled out of the restaurant put my younger son in the car with his in-law, with my in-laws, with his grandparents, wave goodbye to him, and then basically turn the air conditioner full on my face because I had the meat and roux sweats. <laughs> so, well, well, kudos to you for, for getting through all three and kudos to you for uh, eating gumbo out of your fake gumbo season, as you try to, as you try to call it. Uh, now, here's the question. If you're going back and you had to pick one bowl, what's the bowl that you pick? It's it's a really tough question. I, they, to Prejean's, I might go with that chicken and andouille. Okay. I loved it. And I listen, I, I, I would say that, like, if I had to pick my favorite out of those three, it might be the chicken and andouille. But the one that sort of I was most impressed with was the seafood because I seafood gumbo is fine. But that seafood gumbo was great. It just wasn't as good as the chicken and andouille, which, which sure. was fantastic. So, yeah, heartily recommend. 
the the Prejean's gumbos. All right. All right. Well, I guess we uh we have to figure out like what our next uh gumbo jaunt, gumbo stroll is gonna be. It's probably it's probably Brent's turn. I don't feel like he's had a, a bowl as recent as you or I have. Um but well, he know, was at we the, the sausage shop there uh that he did oh, the, yeah, the Facebook right. video for. That's right. This is that, terrible that I can't remember it. Yeah, it's true. I'm, well actually I'm gonna look it up. Well, there is uh there is one place actually. I'm hoping maybe I'll get to go there this Saturday. It's out here in Alexandria, uh, and I uh, I don't have the name of the restaurant handy, but there's an item on their menu that I'm very very curious about. I'm gonna go try to check out on Saturday if I have time. The menu item that they have is called Death by Gumbo. Well, in death there is life, so that so. so what's the description of this menu item so it's a uh, it's a basically a gigantic bowl of seafood gumbo is basically what it is does it, have a, a, it lot doesn't of, have a levy of potato salad down the middle so i would say based on because this is a kind of uh cajun restaurant in dc um and it's a very old restaurant here it's been here for a while i've never been to it before though i'm still relatively new to the area up here um but but this restaurant's been around a while. So my guess is I'm because I feel like potato salad and gumbo in terms of restaurants is actually a bit of a newer trend, mm. even though it's you know, people have been doing that in their kitchen for years. Gum I don't feel like restaurants are doing that as much. They're starting mm. to like it's a newer thing. So my guess is I'm gonna get a more traditional gumbo at this spot. It's probably just more the rice. It's my even though it's Cajun, I'm I'm willing to bet I'm going to get a little more of a Creole flavor there, or it's a little more of a Creole twinge because reality is, and this is the problem you run into uh, not just Washington, DC, but any, anywhere out, anywhere outside of Louisiana, when someone says Cajun nine times out of 10, they actually mean Creole. Right. Uh, that's what they're talking about. They're talking right. about New Orleans food. Right. Um, so, so even though it's a quote unquote Cajun restaurant, just based on what I know about it, kind of just basic glance in their menu, I'm guessing I'm getting more of a Creole vibe here. I'm getting more of a, you know, I'm eating dinner and I'm eating lunch in mid city, not eating it, you know, out by like Bayou Man Shack or anything like that. You're out at uh, Laiuses by the track rather than sitting on uh, on Bayou Tesh somewhere. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, just it was Kennedy's Sausage Company in Santo, Texas. So that was oh, yeah. that was Brent's last gumbo jaunt, I think. Um, well, yeah, that's that's going to be super interesting. I I will say one of the things I appreciated, and this wasn't fair to Mindorf's because I I ordered it to go, but the rice was just in it. But at at Prejean's when they served it, they served the rice on the side, so you yourself scooped the rice into the gumbo, which I think it was good for me because I had two bowls that, or two cups that sat there for a minute before I got to them. So the rice just wasn't, you know, like falling apart right inside the gumbo. So yeah, well this is this is going to be fascinating, Dave. Um death by gumbo. Huh? I'm pretty pretty interested to hear how this this turns out. When are you going, did you say? I'm gonna try to go this Saturday. We'll see. Uh if uh if the family will let me uh get out. I mean obviously I'll take them with me because you know I can't go to a restaurant without 
without the wife and kids, that'll be, that'd be too unfair, but we'll give it a shot. We'll see uh, if I can check that box and uh, report back next week with some, uh, some hot gumbo breaking news uh, for the Washington DC metro area. That's right. We'll have to, we'll have to see if you are in fact alive. So I'm going to go ahead just to play it safe. I'll write my last will and testament Friday evening. Um, So, I mean, death by gumbo, who knows? So I'll get my affairs in order before I go there. Yeah, you probably should, um, you know, write, you should do that thing where you write a letter to your kid, to your kids for each birthday. You know, you're turning 12 now, son. I still don't regret dying by gumbo. Hey, look, I mean, but the reality is, look, I don't want anyone to worry about me. If Uber Eats gumbo can't kill me, then I'm pretty sure this one will, I'll be just fine. You like you, you did the like 21st century equivalent of sort of opening up the yellow pages to the gumbo section and just picking the triple A gumbo. You know, the, I, I first, mean, the one that paid to make their name first in the list. Can you imagine like if, if we were doing this pod, I guess podcast didn't get didn't exist 20 years ago, but can you imagine 20 years ago? I was like, yeah, I found a stranger on the internet to bring me a to bring me a, a cup of gumbo. Like somebody would be like, okay, well, like, what's wrong with you? Why did you do that? Um, and you know, granted, fast forward to today, it was still a mistake, but <laughs> we, are, mistake. we are in it's fact a mistake living, that makes more sense. Living in the end times right now. You know, we just we have strangers bring us food through the computers we carry our in our pockets. I mean, I feel yeah. like if Marty McFly, if if Back to the Future 2 would have included this future, it would have been too ridiculous yeah we didn't we didn't get a hoverboard we got we got gumbo on delivery (laughs) hence there's always got to be a market for something well i think that should uh should probably wrap up this edition of the gumbo show dave you got anything else I don't. I don't look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, hopefully yep. Brent will be back. Um, very hard. You know, I missed, I missed the pod father, but uh, I hope he's well. Yep. Shout out to Brent and uh, shout us out on our social medias on Twitter at, uh, at gumbo show and on Instagram at the gumbo show. That's DA gumbo show. Also check out our website, uh, gumbo show.us. Let us know what we messed up, where we should try, what we should do, any of that kind of stuff. And uh, and until next week, may your ruse be dark and your bowls be full.